This episode of Keeping It Real is brought to you by GoGo's Bootcamp. Are you a real estate agent looking for the best social media training program on the planet? GoGo Bethke is considered the top Instagram realtor in the country, and her step-by-step training program will take your social media game to the next level. She's so confident there's a 30-day money-back guarantee, so you have nothing to lose. Keeping It Real listeners receive a special discount, so please visit gogopodcast.com. That's G-O-G-O podcast.com for your special discount. And now on with the show. Hello and welcome to another episode of Keeping It Real, the largest podcast made by real estate agents and for real estate agents. My name is DJ Paris. I am your guide and host through the show. And in just a moment, we're going to be speaking with 30 under 30 winner, Brad Inhelson. Before we get to Brad, I want to remind everyone we just rebuilt our website. And it's I have to admit, I think it's pretty cool. I built it, so I I probably am more inclined to think it's cool, but I would love to hear your feedback. Please find us online, keepingitrealpod.com. Of course, you can stream every episode we've ever done right there, but you can also even look at all the categories of shows we do. For example, the coaching moments or learn with a lender series. And if you just want to hyper-focus and binge listen, you can do it right there. So again, find us at keepingitrealpod.com. And guys, also follow us on Facebook. We post great content specifically designed to help you grow your business every single day in just one article. We don't want to overwhelm you. So find us on Facebook, facebook.com forward slash keeping it real pod. And thanks for listening. Thanks for telling a friend. And thanks for continuing to support us. You know, we're doing this now four years. We're so grateful that you uh, continue to listen and find value in it. And we're going to keep making more and more episodes. So thank you from uh, our entire crew. Really, we couldn't appreciate it more. And it gives us energy and it makes it very fun and exciting for us to continue this journey with you. And now on to our interview with Brad Inhelson. Today on the show, we have Brad Inhelson from Sears Real Estate, which is in Greeley, Colorado. Uh, Let me tell you a little bit about Brad. Brad has been selling real estate since May of 2008, right out of college. He was telling me beforehand he has never had uh, another job, so this is his entire career uh, from from college on. Um, Brad was also Rookie of the Year, his first year, and Realtor of the Year with the Greeley Area uh, Realtor Association. Brad has also just recently received NAR's 30 Under 30 Award, and the magazine will be coming out soon. He is involved with National Association of Realtors and is the political, action, uh, political advisor for his congressman for all real estate issues there in Colorado. Uh, last year, Brad had 60 transactions and 72 transactions with his team member, Christian. Uh, he is a husband, a dad. Uh, Millie, his daughter, just turned one over the weekend. So congratulations uh, to Millie and family. Um, and uh, please visit Brad at his website, which is Brad Inholson, which is I N. S, I'm sorry, I-N-H-U-L-S-E-N uh, dot SearsRealEstate.com. Uh, and Brad, uh, welcome to the show. Thanks for, for being on. Yeah, DJ, thanks for having me today. 
We're really excited to chat with you. By the way, congratulations, not only on, of course, your daughter's birthday, but also on your recent uh, 30 under 30 a win from National Association of Realtors. That's a big, big deal. Um, there are 1.7 million realtors in, in, uh, in, the, in the United States, somewhere around there. Now, obviously, most of those aren't rookies, but a good percentage of them are. So even uh, if you beat out several hundred thousand uh, agents, which you probably did, um, that's a big, big award. Uh, so congratulations there. Thank you. I appreciate it. It was a kind of a fun experience, but also one that uh, was nerve wracking to find out also. I can imagine. Um, but, you know, obviously they, they recognize, you know, what you've done uh, thus far in your career. I would also like to go all the way back to, you know, you finished college and you decided to be a realtor. Was that always the plan? Is that what you went to school for? Or was it something you decided to do, uh, you know, after college that maybe you weren't thinking of doing? So there was actually a um, real estate class that I took and it was basically the um, federal part of the exam. And sure. we were buying a house. It was nothing like buying a house, but it was talking about what that process looked like. Yeah. And I fell in love with the process. So I talked to my uh, career counselor and I said, hey, how do I make this thing a real life experience? So I called my managing broker and she said, uh, yeah, we're not going to, she wasn't my managing broker at the time. I did call yeah. her and said, Hey, I'd love to do an internship. She goes, yeah, we're not going to do that. You have to get your license first. And I was like, Oh, oh weird. And then I called every other company in town and everybody said no. And I was like, well, I have a maybe I just have to get a <laughs> license. Right. So that's pretty easy. So halfway through getting the license, I called her and I said, I'm about 50% done. Do you, do I need to pass a test or like, what do you, what do you need from me? Right. She, seriously, you started working on that? I'm like, you told me to. So that's what I started doing. Called me in uh, and I did an internship kind of thing. Didn't count sure. for classes, didn't get paid or anything, but it was great experience. And I'm here today, still with the same company, love the company. Um, and I'm glad I did it. Wow. Well, I, congratulations. That That's awesome that you took the initiative to do that. And also that you knew that you wanted to do it that early on. But then the big challenge is, and for everyone listening, uh, they, they already know what I'm about to ask, which is, of course, how challenging it might have been uh, once you started because you know I don't know about uh, about your community uh, by the way we should mention Brad is in, in Greeley Colorado which is is a smaller uh, community but uh, the county that he, he represents has about 200,000 uh, people uh, residents so it's 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 you know limited in size for sure um, and I can imagine you know uh, for we've had a lot of agents on who have started early in, in their 20s and they're like oh man it was really difficult finding clients because of course most of your friends likely or, or people you know who are your age probably aren't buying homes at that point or, or I mean maybe some are but most aren't and also just convincing people that you're the right guy um, can you talk about like how you started to do that what what, what worked for you well, the first thing I did was I made sure I kept the facial hair because that did make me look a little bit older. It's very smart. So I did start when I, I was 21 it. years old. So a lot of people are looking at this 21-year-old like, does he have a clue what he's doing here? <laughs> um, but it was really good being able to sit down with people. I really learned at the beginning that a lot of people, no matter how old they are, um, they have no freaking clue what the heck they're doing. And so having somebody that can partner up with them take the time. And I think the time is the biggest thing. And especially now when we're going to be doing the socially distancing sure. uh, 
thing, we need to be able to spend more time with people and say, hey, this is how the process works. And here's the step-by-step. I hate the word handholding. And I tell everybody that too. I hate saying handholding, right. but that's what you do. You need to handhold sure. them through the process. So um, I literally just did everything. So I did open houses. I did the cold or the knocking, the, I didn't do a lot of cold calling. Um, but anytime so you, wait, when you say knocking, I want to, I want to pause for this moment. So you would knock on random doors that you yeah, did people would, you didn't know. Well, we called it the, uh, five by five or however you want to call it. So if you were doing an open house, you'd go five houses oh, over right. and then basically canvas the area. Hey, I'm holding your neighbor's house open this weekend. If you want to come take a look at it, cause you're a nosy neighbor, come on by. I'd love to see you. By the way, I want to pause for a second because Brad just said something really, really important. So he, he would work an open house, whether it was his listing or someone in his office, he would say, please let me do your open house. And, and he, they would let him do it. And then in order to get people to show up, one of one strategy, and, and I, I, I want to ask Brad what percentage of realtors in his area do this, the five by five, Brad basically said, you know, I'm going to knock on the neighbor's door and say, hey, by the way, this Saturday at 10 or whatever, I'm going to be hosting an open house. Love to have you come by if you're interested on uh, just seeing, you know, and, and Brad's right. Neighbors are extremely nosy and, you know, whether or not they're going to buy the home three doors down is pretty unlikely, of course, but what a great opportunity for Brad to be like, hey, by the way, if you need help with anything else. So this is such a great strategy and I'm curious, uh, Brad, because we, we have had over well over 100 guests on the show and only one uh, other than you has talked about knocking on neighbors doors I imagine 99% of realtors probably don't do that um, what a smart was that successful for you did it help drive some traffic in the door I can't say, I can't say that I've counted the number of closings mm -hmm. that I've gotten from it but I can tell you that it's helped me be top of mind awareness and I've smart. been able to be in front of people I think most people well, I, don't, I can't say that for sure, but I feel like a lot of people can say, oh yeah, I know who Brad is. They may not know me personally, but they, sure. they know who I am because I do everything, even if it's the stuff that our office is um, a sponsor on. So we have uh, oil and gas chili cook-off. We make this big thing of chili and we have shifts that agents are there. Well, I try to be there for the biggest chunk of it because sure. you never know when someone's going to come up and say, you know what? I actually do to sell my house or I do want to buy a house. Yeah. I've had a lot of that for sure. Um, I, you know, that's really, that's really smart is, is getting involved in your community. You're, you're not only involved in your community. Uh, you're also involved in, in your local association. You're involved in the national association as well. Um, and, and you know, that of course is, is something we, we can chat about, but I wanted to, so, so you, you were getting started. You, did you just basically ask other realtors in your office, can I do an open house for you? Was that before you had your own listings? Is that what you did? Oh yeah, absolutely. Um, and there were people who just, there's some, there's, they still are there. The open houses aren't as good and obviously we can't be doing them right now. Sure. The time, they didn't want to be doing all the open houses. So there were, there were weekends where I would do five open houses a weekend. I would do wow. three on Saturday and two on Sunday and they would be hour and a half, two hour open houses. But they paid for me to be in the paper and I got to be there. And all those buyer leads that came in, I got these are yours. Yeah. Yeah. And, if, is, and is, most is, of the time I never sold those houses. It was, it was of course. trying to get the uh, buyers who were walking through the door to sign up with me.
It's such a great idea. And, and, and now that this is something that the vast majority of our guests have, have, have stated, which is they said, beg and plead other agents in your office if you can do host an open house for them. And you might have to beg and plead a few different times. Uh, we've had guests on the show who have said, you know, if somebody asks me once, I say no. And they ask me that like three times and I'm like, okay, they're serious. But, but this Brad just brought up the, the best really the strongest point, which is, you know, he, he might not have actually found a buyer for that property, but now he has a list of people to follow up with, uh, who, you know, obviously will be buying a property somewhere at some point. Um, and, and just, I couldn't agree more. Um, and, and feel like that's such, such a strong, strong idea. Um, talk, can you talk a little bit about, so, so you're, you're younger, you're doing open houses. Um, and we were, were, when you started, were you working mostly with buyers, with sellers, you know, what, what were, how did it work for you? Yeah, primarily I was working with buyers and sure. I still love working with buyers today. Um, they just seem to be more fun. There's more energy that way yeah. versus let's just get this done. Let's move forward here. Um, right. but with that, I got to, I'm going to backtrack a little bit. So I sure. hope I'm, uh, no, causing please. an issue there, but, um, for others out there, our office works in a weird way. We have a lot of collaborative agents in our office. It's not the, and that's part of what I like about our office versus some of these other bigger ones, because we're not always competitors. We sure. are collaborators. So we, we want to make sure that everybody's doing well. So I sat down with a lot of agents. Um, there is one agent in our office who's phenomenal at open houses. I got to watch him interact with people. Um, high, high uh, producing listing agent in office. I got to sit with him. I got to go with uh, another lady on some showings and I've literally taken and pieced together little parts of each of those agents and said, well, I don't like everything that that person did. And there's nothing right. against them, but I just, it wasn't yeah. my technique, but I pulled the things I liked. And I think that's where I am today and who I am today is just a little bit of everybody. And if you have the ability to sit down with somebody and pick their brain, do it. Yeah. And I couldn't agree more. And this is such a great time to start developing or furthering those relationships with other agents, whether they're in your office or maybe other offices and they're still willing uh, to sit down with you and, and you know, uh, maybe they'll let you sit down on a phone call or, or a, a Zoom meeting or eventually when we're all back to you know, doing things in person, maybe they'll let you, you know, host an open house or watch them host an open house. Like Brad was yeah. saying, watch them do a listing presentation. I mean, yes. I, I have found, and Brad, I, I, I imagine you, you know, you'll agree that it's shockingly uh, a lot of top producers who really are too busy, uh, like yourself, you're too busy to, to even, you know, spend time on our show, but, but you found time. But I imagine what you find, at least it's been our experience um, with all the guests we've had that, they tend to be very open when somebody says, I would love to pick your brain or I'd love to get a sense of, of how you do things. And, you know, they're, they're fl number one, it's very flattering. Um, yeah. And then number two, you, you, why, why try to reinvent the wheel when there's somebody who's already really good at something that maybe you aren't yet. And you can just take, as Brad said, the best parts uh, that fit in with your personality and, and, and your brand uh, and then utilize that. Well, you're not asking for their secret sauce. I mean, you're right. just asking for the ability to sit down with them and say, what are some things that you do different? You know, what are you willing to share with me? I mean, really, I'm not asking for your secret ingredient because 
there is no secret ingredient. You well, are the too. secret ingredient. How are you, yeah. you know, talking to people? How are you interacting with people? That's way more important than a script. I mean, right. I can say the same, you, you and I can have the same script and we can say it two different ways and it could hit with one and it could miss with the other or whatever, but that's not, it's not a secret sauce, you guys. Yeah. We had on the, um, the number one agent in New York recently, he's done 3 trillion in transactions, just some insane number. And I said, how did you do that? When he, cause he first got started, he really knew nothing about real estate and he got all of his listings on a cold, on cold calls. He said, if he got somebody on the phone and he's not that salesy, he's, he's a very just nice guy. And he said he had about a 70% conversion rate. If he got somebody on the phone who was selling their property, this is in New York City, um, and maybe New Yorkers are a little bit more acclimated to phone call stuff. I, I don't know. But either way, I said, that's incredible. And he kind of went, I guess. He goes, I, I don't think I did anything unique or special, um, but wouldn't it have been great to hear some of those phone calls? <laughs> because, oh, yeah. Um, because, yeah, and, and what, what I find is, and, and again, this was the number one producer in New York. Um, he had time to be on our show. Um, you know, these top producers who, who you think are too busy, um, they're probably not getting as many uh, flattering calls like, wow, I really admire you. Could I spend, could I take you to coffee or right now maybe a virtual coffee? Um, but, but can I just buy you lunch or, or can I just sit in and talk to you for a few minutes? I, I have some things I'm trying to do in my business and you're really good at this. And, and I would just love to pick your brain about what works and what's worked for you. And and you'll find that a vast majority of the people you reach out to are so honored and, and flattered that they're going to want to spend time with you. Would, would you agree? Absolutely. It's been a lot of people who I didn't think would give me the time of day. And yet they're like, yeah, let's go. Let's go do that. That's no big deal. And, you know, what's what's it cost to me to pay, spend 20, 30 bucks for a lunch and yeah. give me some pointers, some advice or willing to even just sit down and talk with me? Pretty awesome. I agree. And, and I think, and, and really cheers to you for, for, for doing that. And it takes a little bit of courage and, and you're going to get some no's are going to be people that just say, I mean, we ask people to be on our show. Uh, most people say yes, almost everyone does, but few people are like, nah, and, and we just go, okay, well, you know, no big deal. We'll just re, you know, find someone else. But um, I want to, I wanted to, to talk specifically or, or get your thoughts on networking. Cause I know that was really important. And I know you've talked about that networking with other realtors, um, networking in your community, giving back, being part of various events. Um, is there anything else that, that you recommend? Like, for example, are you now, when you were first starting out, did you also reach out to everybody you knew, made sure they know you were a realtor? Um, what other types of networking sort of worked for you? Yeah, when I got started, I let anybody and everybody know that I was in real estate because you honestly have no idea who knows someone that's looking right now. Um, so I did a lot of that. I did a lot of uh, the printed newsletters. I sent printed newsletters to even my friends who were uh, renting. Um, I have a, a friend that was from college. They bought a house shortly after college and he has continued to refer to me all the time. And I think it's part of because I do the newsletters. I think it's not everybody reads the newsletters, but sometimes sure. they're like, oh, more junk in the mail from Brad, even better. Sure. They see junk, they're like, junk, Brad, trash. That's okay. To me, that sure. doesn't bother me at all because you still saw Brad's face come in the mail yep. and it was a little touch. That's all it really was. I, yeah, I am such a big fan of that. And there are some training systems that are also supportive of that. I know Brian Buffini, um, yes. his, his training system, they call them... Um, 
items of value. Uh, but basically, you know, the idea of sending a printed, you know, we all know this as we're listening is every other realtor has a uh, electronic newsletter, right? Now those don't, we know those don't get read either. And I guess they're better than nothing. I mean, I guess it doesn't hurt, but the idea of sending printed material is is not that common anymore. And Brad's right. Whether somebody reads the the newsletter or not isn't really the point. I mean, hopefully they read it, but it really doesn't matter because it's branding. They're seeing Brad's name, even if it's two seconds before they go, I'm not interested in this this month. But hey, that was nice of them to send it. And it certainly keeps your name, uh, your name in front of them. And um, we all know from, from, you know, advertising and marketing 101, that repetition is, is, uh, is what wins the game. So um, how long have you, how often do you do newsletters? Are, are those monthly? Are they every other yeah, month? So we've shifted it up a little bit. Um, we were, I was doing newsletters every month and then I just was like the content and coming up with new stuff. is it's a really lot hard, but then we found another program that, um, I'm going to forget what it's called. I'm so sorry to That's all right. it'd be a great shout out. But anyways, they send coupons, um, boomerang. They send coupons in the mail and yeah. I, all I pay for is the printing and the postage. They find I the love coupon. that. And all I do is send it in the mail. Here's my list. And they've got all kinds of companies up and down the front range of Colorado. And so if my person happened to be in Denver, let's say, well, they just, they get the Denver coupon. Sure. That's kind of cool, um, but it's a great touch, and that's way better. We do that every month because it's. I think it's uh, if we do it every month, it's like eighty-two cents a person. Yeah, and it's automated. Yeah, yeah. And, and you're basically spending you know twelve bucks a year per person. Right. And, right. And if just one of those people buys a home, it pays for the entire year. I'm sure yeah. for all all uh, the and of course more than that is is going to reach out and. Um, Boy, that's great. I'm so glad you mentioned them. We're, I wasn't familiar. So everyone check out Boomerang uh, to see if they so service your area as well and have provide those coupons. I've never heard of a realtor doing that. I think that is so smart. And There's also if you think about- Something of value, something that people can yeah. use and they're not gonna just be like, oh, it's a newsletter. Well, this is something you can actually, I think one time well, before old Chicago shut down around the country, there was sure. like $10 off if you spent $25 or more. I was like, that's, that's a, a good coupon. coupon. Someone called me and said, how are you affording this right now? That is a lot of money. It's like, it's just a coupon. It's not, I'm not paying $10 per pizza, you guys. Um, but, but that, but that's, it's, it's a really, you know, it speaks to a, a much bigger point, which is to say, think about consistently adding value. Like, what can I do? Of course, not, you know, look, if putting a news out a newsletter is awesome too, and I don't want to take away from that because that does provide value. Um, a coupon is going to provide value to most people. Um, you know, a, a real estate newsletter is going to provide value for people that are interested in real estate at that moment. And again, it's branding even for people that aren't interested, but a coupon is very well appreciated. Um, and, you know, we sort of live in a coupon world now anyway, mostly electronic coupons, but we, we all, before we, you know, hit purchase at whatever retailer online, um, we're going to be searching, is there a coupon code? Right. And, and Brad, you know, and, and I think it's just very cool to have, you know, so also to support the local community by providing these coupons, especially, of course, right now when um, a lot of the, you know, retail shops and restaurants are, are you know, struggling. Um, but that's, that's such a smart idea. You know, it reminds me, Brad, I'm going to just hijack just for a moment. Go There's another it. company that I, I want to give credit to um, that I uh, really should reach out to, uh, to to be a sponsor on our show. But they're called Happy Grasshopper. They do something kind of similar. I don't know if you're familiar, but what they do 
is they, so they took the email newsletter and, and made it uh, a little bit more fun. So for people that are doing email newsletters, and we know nobody reads those, but you know, that's not really the point of having them. They're still good to send out. But what they did is they said, nobody reads these. Let's make them more fun. So what they do is, I think it's every three weeks, they'll come up with a couple of fun, wacky news stories, depending on what time of the year it is. So right now it's in May. So I don't know, maybe there's funny Memorial Day stories or whatever. And, and, and every couple of weeks you go into your portal and you say, okay, they have like five stories. They go, which one do you want us to send out? And they have nothing to do with real estate. They're just funny, weird, wacky stories. And then they send out an email on your behalf saying, hey, Memorial Day, happy Memorial Day is coming up. I found this really funny article that you should check out. And that's it. And then they put a link to it. And I love it because everyone loves a, a funny, wacky little story. And uh, so if you're looking for email newsletter options, uh, check out Happy Grasshopper. They're, uh, they're, they're really cool and fun. Just kind of a different take on the same old boring newsletter, which I yeah. like. Um, but yeah, so, so thank you for, for Boomerang, um, that, that tip. That's, that's awesome. I hope our listeners uh, check it out. I want to talk to you about something you do um, called Tour Tuesdays, um, which I am, we were talking about this before we got started. I am so impressed that you do this and I really want to spend some time on it. So you can tell our listeners what that is. Yeah. So uh, primarily every Tuesday and sometimes we record it on Monday. So there's the behind the scenes there for you. <laughs> but we go and we find a property that's active on the market. We try to make sure that they're not under contract. And I bought a little uh, gimbal from uh, Amazon or Best Buy and it helps steady the camera. So I'm yeah. not shaking all over the place. And it takes me probably... 20 minutes. It takes me longer to probably set everything up, turn lights on, open doors than it actually takes me to do the tour Tuesday. So I literally have a selfie stick basically. And I'm yeah. talking about the property and it's another way to push it out there. Even if it's not my listing, I do this. So I get permission from the sure. agent and, and the uh, seller and just make sure they're okay with me putting it on my page. And I give them a, a shout out that says, Hey, sure. this is listed by so-and-so from our office. And, uh, we walk through the property. That's really all it is. I've had people, I have literally sold a house because of that. I've actually sold wow. houses because of that. And people saying that was kind of cool. I'm actually ready to start looking again now. So, so let's go through this process. Cause I, I want to make, so even if it's not your listing, you'll reach out to the list agent and say, yep. Hey, I would love to do a virtual showing uh, to, to all of my, my, my social followers. Yep. I want them to see this particular property. Um, does the, does the list agent, I, I know you'll do it for your own as well, but does the list agent also want to be part of it or do they say, okay, just go do it. And I did that with a um, commercial property. They wanted to be a part of it. They're like, hey, your tour Tuesday is kind of fun. Can yeah. we do our commercial property? We've got three suites we want to sell. Sold wow. two of the three um, in the building, which was pretty cool. That's and pretty nice cool. They sent me a referral for it too. I was not expecting that part. Um, but literally wow. we did this long video. It was at the very beginning of me actually doing it. So there's three of us like standing in front of the camera like this <laughs> and we're super close and two people are just listening while someone's talking and it was awful. But people were impressed with actually walking through the property, seeing sure. the, what the office space looked like. Uh, people love it. So most people don't want to be a part of it, but they're like, yeah, go ahead and promote my listing, get it sold. That's all I care about. Right. Oh, I love that. And so you just were reaching out to, uh, now, 
Even if they're agents at a different office, doesn't matter to you? Just a property you found interesting? We've been doing people from our office just because sure. we've got great relationships that way. But right. if uh, anybody in the Northern Colorado area that wants me to do a tour Tuesday for them, just uh, send me a text or give me a call. I'd love to do it for you. Well, I can't imagine anyone wouldn't want you to do that. I mean, it is free advertising for their property in a platform that might not be getting a lot of attention for that listing unless they're doing their own virtual tours and promoting it on Facebook and Instagram. And, and we should mention Brad does that. He promotes it on Instagram, IGTV, Facebook. He puts it on YouTube and blasts it out. And now over time, he's developed um, a, a fan base of people who want to see these properties. And it's got to be just a lot of fun too. Well, when we had our stay at home order, I had some people who were like, seriously, the stay at home, you can't go do your tour Tuesday. What's going on here? I'm like, I literally am not allowed to go out there. So you're going to have to wait until the state opens back up again for us to do that. Yeah. I, I love that. I think that is, is really smart. It just out of curiosity, is there, are there any other uh, realtors in your area doing that same sort of thing? Or, or is it, as far as you know, is it really just you? I, I don't know anybody who's doing it themselves like yeah. I do because I literally am standing in front of the camera and I'm talking yeah. about the property. I yeah. know people do virtual tours and stuff. Sure. Like photographers are doing that and you've got the the music that's going in the background and yeah. yeah, I don't really like those. But at the same time, I love to be able to go through and I'm, I make sure that when I'm doing it, it's not perfect. And if I screw up, I'm going to keep going because yeah. people want to know that you're a real person. And yes. I am a human and I don't know if you guys know this, but I make all kinds of mistakes. So I let people know about that. Yeah, uh, that's, that's absolutely right. I think there's a lot of us who might be listening thinking, oh, I'm not comfortable in front of a camera. And I, what I will tell you is very few people are ever in, comfortable in front of a camera. I'm not comfortable in front of a camera. I can't speak for Brad, but um, I, I mean, I'm really not. And I don't think people need you to be polished and perfect. They just want good content. And, yeah. and if you're walking through a house and, and, and genuinely getting excited about various aspects of it and providing good information, um, whether there's a, you know, um, a mistake or, or whether you, know, you trip walking backwards through the right. kitchen or whatever, I mean, those, those are the best parts of videos anyway. Um, so I, I've always felt that you know, the more polished, I, I mean, look, if you're a professional broadcaster and, and you have you know, a television show or something. Okay, maybe that's a bit different. But I think, you know, for everyone thinking, oh, I'm not comfortable. It's like, turn your phone around, go through a listing, try it once, send it to five friends and say, hey, was this interesting? Was this, you know, if you want really feedback, but really just the, the, the key is just keep doing it. Be consistent. I mean, we've done this podcast for four years. I didn't know what I was doing when I first started. I don't know that I'm any better now, quite honestly. Uh, I honestly, I don't, I don't know that I'm good at this, but but I think the content is good. And I think for, for maybe that's maybe the only reason that people listen. It's for, you know, these interviews with people like Brad. So um, I want to encourage everyone now that we're probably stuck at home more in most of the country, you're likely less mobile than you were uh, prior to the pandemic. You have this opportunity to learn how to get at least a little bit more comfortable through Zoom meetings, um, learn how to turn your phone around. And, and, you know, if you have a listing that's, that's vacant, maybe go do a dry run, go do it and send it to a few people and find out, you know, is this worth posting? Is this okay? And, and they'll give you feedback. Well, and you're, like you said, you're going to suck the first time and sure. every time you get better, more comfortable and sure. it, just, it is what it is. I mean, I love when people say, well, I don't look good on the camera. Well, just so you know, if you don't look good on the camera, you don't look good in person either. That Your face is your face. So right. 
Yeah. Yeah. And just do it. Like it, people don't really care what you look like. What they care about is, is, is this helpful? Is it good, good content? And, and this really, I'd like to segue, um, uh, Brad into the other thing that you do virtually, um, on a consistent basis, which is your, uh, your Facebook live, your mini webinars, the webinars you do for customers. Can you talk a little bit about that? We just started that with all the COVID stuff. So we're still yeah. working out all of our bugs and I'm literally sitting in front of my computer and this is what my Wednesday, we do a Wednesday video with Brad and Christian and my business partner, Christian does uh, coffee with Christian on Fridays. So we're just trying to do different things. How can we get in front of people? Because I love to be face to face and I can't do that right now. So yeah. we want to be able to be in front of people and providing other content and making sure that people know that we're still here. We're still working. Um, and that, there's houses that are ready to be bought and let's go sell them. Well, I also, before we move on from this, I also want to make sure that anyone listening who wants to watch Brad and Christian do these uh, can do that because um, not only are there, you know, buyers and sellers and renters that, that would want to watch this, but also a lot of our listeners want to see what you're doing. Um, we were talking about this earlier is like learn from people who are already doing it. Um, so uh, what's the best way that's, that somebody could get, get access to these Facebook live uh, videos? So our, it's on Facebook. So you can either go to um, it's facebook.com slash Brad Inholson real estate or you can go uh, brad.inholson on Instagram and I post them up on the Instagram, on Instagram too. Uh, but yeah, or shoot me an email or text and I think you're gonna provide all my information probably yeah. in the comments below or something like that later. So I'd love to, if you can't find it, shoot me a text and I'll send you the link. Yeah, I, I think that's such a smart thing to do. And, and I wanted to ask now, and, and I don't know how Colorado, um, are, are is real estate deemed essential? Are you able to work or what are the rules right now? So um, masks and gloves are required at all appointments and showings. Um, so everybody needs to have that. We are, for a while we were able to, we kind of were shut down where the loophole was you have to put the property under contract and then you can do your inspection on the property to oh. see it in person. Um, but as of May 27th, I believe the day was, we're, we're back 100%. Still gloves, still masks and everything like that. But I, don't, I think that's going to be part of the future, honestly. Right. Yeah. Are you, are you, what are you doing? Uh, obviously I know you're back, but what, what were you doing to stay busy? Obviously you talked about, you know, the, the Facebook live webinars, obviously um, you, your tour Tuesdays probably shifted a bit um, or had to be put on hold until, until you're able to get back out. Um, wh what were you doing while you were really just stuck at home? Were there any, like, were you reaching out to clients? How were you staying active during that time? I printed off a list and I started going down the list. Now, not everybody heard from me the first week, but I think I have, I'm, I have to go back through the list one more time just to make sure I hit everybody, but I've hit a great chunk of my clients. Um, and literally I'm just seeing if they need anything. Um, at the very That's beginning, awesome. uh, I, I made a joke picture. Um, we hit, my wife has this display cabinet with a window and it's full of toilet paper. So I was talking about how some people have a gun safe while I have a toilet paper safe. And, uh, I actually had somebody who said, where are you finding toilet paper? And so we were able to actually go bring her and it was an older person. Yeah. We were able to bring her toilet paper. So different things like that, just checking in on people because, uh, 
and I've told some people this too, as soon as the stay at home orders happened, there were a lot of jobs that were lost in yeah. the Northern Colorado area. Three clients of mine lost jobs and then two others backed out. So, I mean, I had five things under contract at that time that oh. just didn't work out, which yeah. is fine, but yeah. it was one of those things that we wanted to start being able to take care of people. Um, there's some sponsorships that we were going to do this year that the events have gotten canceled. Sure. So we now have the the funds available to help people in that way. And so if you're, if they needed food or if they needed um, toilet paper, I mean, that yeah. literally was something that somebody needed. We were able to do that for a while and still are. Yeah. I, I think that's, that's such a good, such a good suggestion that, you know, we, we have to realize even now and in and, and other parts of the country where we're still completely locked down, uh, Chicago is eased a little bit, but still we're 90 some percent of people aren't going back to the office. Um, so there's, you know, this, op- this thing that we have to remember that people are lonely. Uh, some people are lonely uh, and certainly are, are, are alone. Uh, they may not have other people living with them or they, you know, they may not ha- be as connected to friends and family. Uh, they may have lost uh, jobs. Um, uh, financially, they, they may be struggling. There's just a different level of stress that d- existed today um, that, you know, a lot of people are experiencing. And so I, I've said this on pretty much every episode over the last month or two, which is to say, like, even just like Brad was saying, the art of re- the act, right? Not the art, the act of simply just reaching out and saying, how are you doing? Um, is, is a very, very powerful um, thing to do. And also, not many, you know, we, we always think people are getting a lot of those kind of phone calls, but they're probably not, unless it's friends and family, probably not hearing from other real estate agents um, or, or just any other professionals. So this is a great opportunity. And Brad did exactly the right thing, in my opinion, which is he just went down his list of his, fear, his contact list. He said, I'm going to call everybody, see how they're doing, see what they need. Yep. And uh, there was another agent who um, I'm really good friends with. He's uh, not a residential broker, but we, he used the word depressed one time. And that was a hard thing for me to hear. And so that person's been on my list and, you know, our colleagues too, you guys are needing help too, because there's a lot of people who um, want to spend time with people and are not, I'm an, I'm a huge extrovert and me being stuck at home right now is the worst. So I wish that I could go do all my networking events again. I wish that I could just go give someone a handshake. I mean, I haven't shook, I haven't given anybody a handshake in months now. Yeah. yeah. So just different things like that. Um, we are all missing out on. And like mm. you said, just a simple text or a quick phone call, um, is awesome. Huge. Yeah, I, I just signed up for a thing and I, I hate to even say it because it might sound like I'm bragging and I assure you I am not. Um, but, but I just thought I'd say this because I'd never heard of it. Somebody suggested it to me and I thought I should share it because everyone else uh, may be interested is I just signed up for, and this was in the Chicago area. I imagine they have this stuff nationwide in various forms, but it was like an adopt a senior citizen thing. So you think like, well, who might be some of the loneliest people out there right now are are seniors tend, especially if they're living in certain facilities where friends and family have passed on or just don't live nearby or aren't close, uh, you know, emotionally or or whatever. 
um, you know, you have a lot of lonely seniors. And so I signed up to adopt, sort of adopt a senior uh, and I'll be doing Zoom meetings with, with them a couple times a month. And it's, it's not a tremendous amount of time. And, and obviously for those listening, you, you know, I, I, and I don't practice real estate personally, so there isn't any direct benefit for, for my business to do that. Um, however, um, I, you know, if I was a practicing realtor, uh, I, I, I would imagine that by, you know, volunteering, giving time, especially during this pandemic, people are going to find out what it is you do. Uh, and especially if you're somebody that, you know, everyone has to live somewhere. Um, I imagine that, you know, even if it's a senior, they might say, oh, by the way, my, you know, not that that's, you wouldn't be doing it for this reason, but oh, by the way, my grandson is, is looking to buy a home and can you help him? Or um, so there's lots of opportunities to give back right now uh, and, and, and to connect with people who may be otherwise lonely, whether it's your clients or, or you know, volunteering. Um, and I encourage everyone, now that we have just a little bit more time than we normally do, just you know, think about how you can use that time to make somebody feel a little bit less alone. Yeah. Great, I, I love that. Yeah, I do wanna hear your story. You, we were talking about this offline um, and I wanna hear your, your story about it because it, it's not that it's a funny story per se, although it is humorous, but more really about your willingness to go above and beyond for a client. Um, can you talk about the story where you helped a client move uh, as they were selling their property? Yeah, so I had a client who was, uh, Colorado is a um, cable funding state. I don't know if uh, Illinois is that way. Hmm. You guys are- I, I don't know, could you explain what that means? Uh, so literally, as soon as you're done signing the documents and the money is there, uh, you can take possession of the property. Yeah, yeah, we're is the that, same, yeah. Okay. Mm -hmm. Um, so I wasn't sure if you guys were like California or not on that, but literally we had a closing at, I think it was one o'clock and I think we actually moved it back a couple hours anyways. This lady did not have all of her stuff out of the house. And so I went yeah. and got my truck and we moved her into this storage unit and she had another storage unit that was full of other stuff. And I said, you need to go rent another storage unit. <laughs> there was so much crap in there. Um, but we, we were able to make it work. It was the most unprofessional I've ever been at a closing. I was in jeans and a t-shirt and I was sweating. I think I had a hat on at the same time. It was the worst and most unprofessional closing I've ever been to. But uh, we got her moved out of the house finally. Um, and she wanted to bring her dog in because it was a little bit colder outside and she didn't sure. want to leave the dog out there, which I totally get. Yeah. Well, uh, she's moving. Yeah. She has yeah, to she's moving. Dog, yeah. It was like a greyhound. It wasn't just like one of those small purse dogs or anything like that. It was a bigger dog, friendly and great. Well, during the process, the dog must've gotten stressed and I think he yeah. ate a rock or something and <laughs> upset his stomach. You in the closing room in front of God and everyone, it was <laughs> awful. So we're all just sitting there and we're looking at each other like, who's going to clean up this mess? So then yeah, right. I, I get up. I'm the one that gets up because I'm in my work clothes. Basically. You're already dirty. I'm already dirty. So I might as well go pick up the puke from the dog. So now uh, my title rep always asks me, are we bringing a dog into the closing? Because we need to know if we need to have some extra napkins or towels there so that we can clean up your mess or whatever. Wow, that that's that's amazing. Now, was were you were you representing the buyer or the seller? Representing the seller, I was representing. Okay, so you're representing her. Yeah, I imagine even if you were representing the buyer, you might have still helped out because you I probably you, would have. I wouldn't have been happy about it, but I probably would have jumped up and done it anyways. Well, I mean, I I think that that just goes to show you know what Brad's willing to do for his clients, and probably uh, no let's surprise. Let's not advertise that stuff though. 
Brad is not willing to help you move any further. He has done that. Well, no, but but I, <laughs> I I do love that that you did that because I think that is is a real feather in your cap for the amount of dedication. Um, and and you're probably like, well, if I don't do this. Uh, this is going to screw up the entire closing and mm-hmm. everybody loses in that scenario. And uh, so now, um, you know, I'm, I'm going to just, you know, bite the bullet and, and then I'm going to show up to the close, uh, the closing uh, sweaty uh, and, and, in, and in, you know, unprofessional attire. But hey, uh, look at, you know, I got it closed and, and then you're going to also help out at, at the closing when there's another <laughs> challenge. Um, but, but really, I, and, and I know that, that that likely will probably never happen again, but I think Not it would. really... Well, <laughs> but it really demonstrates uh, your level of professionalism and, and probably also those kind of stories are, are why the National Association of Realtors has, has you know, awarded you that 30 under 30, uh, which is a huge, huge big deal. And, and I want to say, I, obviously, you're, you're doing a lot of things right. Um, and, and really, you've given so much value on, on this podcast. We've talked about a lot of things, even from just as simple as, hey, but next time you have an open house, knock on some doors in the neighborhood and let people know. Yeah. And, uh, and then also from, from the mailers uh, and, and just going above and beyond and also thinking about how you can contribute, how, can you, how you can help, whether it's you know, the, the people in your community or, or in Brad's case, he does that as well as make sure that Colorado's, um, the lobbyists and, and, and Congress people are, are working to help realtors stay employed and, and, and doing all of that. And you're, you're just somebody who's, who's a shining example of active involvement in, in your industry as well as your community and probably no surprise on why, why you've been realtor of the year uh, and 30 under 30 and you have all these, these accolades. And I know you're a very humble person, but it is truly impressive um, what, what you've accomplished in, in a relatively short amount of time. And for as young as you are, uh, it's, it's really amazing. So w- what I'd like to do to, to wrap up is, uh, Brad, uh, you, we, we said this earlier, but we didn't get specific, is if there are any uh, buyers, sellers, renters, investors, anyone looking to work with a top agent in, uh, in, in Brad's area, and, and Brad, can you talk about the communities you serve, the areas specifically? Yeah. So uh, primarily I'm in Weld County, which is the Northeast part of, of uh, Colorado. Um, so that's where I specifically am. Uh, so if you guys know where Fort Collins is, I'm east of Fort Collins. Um, I do go into Fort Collins and Loveland, uh, but not as often as I am in Greeley. So my bread and butter is in the Weld County area too. And if anyone's out there uh, who, who would like to work with, with Brad directly, um, or if you're an agent who, who may want to just get some advice, um, you know, what's the best way someone should reach out to you? Yeah, you can send me an email, uh, Brad, the letter I, at SearsRealEstate.com. And Sears, kind of like Sears and Roebuck, but not the same thing. And uh, you could call me, 970-584-4144. Call, text, email. I'm pretty available and I'm happy to help in whatever way possible because I want everybody to be better. Yeah, that's, that's such I, that really that last thing you, you just said, you want everybody to be better. I think perfectly encapsulates your, your personality and, and maybe, maybe that's the secret to your success or certainly one of them is just uh, contributing. Uh, you're, you're big into contributing. And I think that's um, that personally is, is something I'm a, I'm a huge fan of as well. So on behalf of the listeners, uh, I want to, Brad, I want to thank you for being on our show. You, you've given an extraordinary amount of value, lots of great tactics and strategies about how agents can grow their business. Um, and also it's just fun to, to your energy is great. And, and obviously you, 
you, you know, your excitement and, and personality really come through. Um, and I'm going to start checking out some of your, uh, your Instagram uh, videos as well. Cause I, we have 700 realtors at our firm. I don't know that anyone does anything like that. And I want to say you guys need to do these because uh, obviously uh, for, you know, they're having a tremendous success. So on behalf of the listeners, Brad, thank you for your time today. Also on behalf of Brad and myself to the listeners, we want to say thank you for continuing to listen and support our show. Uh, before you sign off, um, uh, everyone listening, we just ask you to do two quick things. One, please think of one other real estate professional that could benefit from hearing this particular interview with Brad and send a link over to the show. You can send them a link right to our website, which is keepingitrealpod.com. We just completely re uh, re rebuilt it from the ground up. It's much easier to find things or just you know have them pull up a podcast app and search for Keeping It Real will we'll pop up. Second thing is please follow us on Facebook. You can find us at facebook.com forward slash keeping it real pod or just search for keeping it real podcast. And the reason for that is not only do we of course promote all of our episodes there, but every single day we find an article that's written from some website online, specifically uh, written to help agents grow their business. It's the only things we post are our episodes and, and articles to help you grow. So um, hopefully we're providing value there. So again, facebook.com forward slash keeping it real pod. Uh, Brad, thank you so, so much. This was a real pleasure. Um, I'm excited to continue to watch your growth um, in, in your local community. And also I imagine, you know, we'll be seeing you um, in, in other committees at the national level. And, and I seem, feel like you have there are lots of really cool things coming for you. So congrats on all your success and thanks for being on the show. Thanks for having me. I really have enjoyed my time today. Uh -oh, uh -oh, uh -oh.